genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, one continuing sad minute at a time. <laughs> oh. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again this week is Andrew and Kestra Dorowski from Disney Animation Minute Essentials, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're back. <laughs> Great to have you. Today we're talking about minute 199. We're almost to 200. Oh, that's a good number. 199. We got it good starts... content and good numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and it starts with Aragorn kind of looking off after looking up from Boromir's bracers and ends with Aragorn saying to Legolas and Gimli, not if we hold true to each other. Friendship. This whole This whole little section of the movie is about loyalty mm-hmm. and friendship and commitment and it's so good and the thing i wanted to talk about with boromir's bracers one i'm pretty sure i mentioned this a long time ago on this podcast but boromir's bracers are my favorite prop in the movie mm. uh, I, I think I that do they remember are hearing you say that <laughs> i think that they are a beautiful piece of like leather work yeah and I I love them. I think that they're great. And this moment is a big part of why they're my favorite prop. Because it seems like such a small thing. And the kind of thing that like a more casual moviegoer would easily miss is this moment with Boromir's bracers. Because we never really get a good close-up of them on Boromir. I'll tell you, I definitely missed it when I saw it at first. Like, I probably was three years older by the time I like understood this. <laughs> yeah. And Aragorn putting on these bracers is the best look we get at them in the whole trilogy, pretty much. It's they're not in motion. There's a there's a very there's a still frame where you can see them fairly close to the camera, and you get a really good look at them in this moment. And Boromir putting on these uh, not Boromir Aragorn putting on Boromir's bracers is to me a very selfless act on Aragorn's part. Because, and I talked about this kind of at a pretty good length when we were talking about Boromir dying and like Aragorn's last moment, Boromir's last moments with Aragorn, mm-hmm. that it is the the way in which Boromir dies and Boromir's last words that do finally get Aragorn to believe that man can be good. And I think that it's partway through that conversation, it's partway through Boromir's last moments that Aragorn finally makes that decision. And comes to that realization. And it's at the expense of having never really been as close to Boromir as he could have been. And I think him putting on these bracers and carrying them with him the rest of his journey is very selfless on Aragorn's part. Because he's taking up the duty of this man who could have been as close to him as he sees Frodo and Sam. But it just never came to be. I like it. so sad. (laughs) and he knows that and he but he knows that even if boromir lived he might have never been able to be as close to boromir as he should have been because they will they'll they they will probably just always 
be at odds in the way that their personalities bump up against each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I understand, like, I see that in this, um, but I also, like, we talked a lot about them uh, being really good foils for each other. Yeah. Um, and not like they're not opposites but they are they are two sides of the same coin yeah they they both um they both come from you know nobility and they have this way about them and they have their ideals and they're going to stick to them and you know for good or for ill and i think aragorn taking up these bracers is not only aragorn honoring boromir's memory I think it's him again, like literally taking up the mantle to be who Boromir was. Like we talked about a little bit yesterday, like what Boromir represents. Yeah. And Boromir, you know, represents the the leadership of Gondor. Yeah. And part of the reason I refer to it as like selfless is because because I think that part of this is Aragorn gives up a part of who he was before this mm. because he can't let he he can't let Boromir's act of redemption go unfulfilled. Yeah. And like we talked a lot about um promises yesterday. I think that him donning these is his fulfillment of the promise that he made to Boromir. Boromir. Um I will not let the white city fall. Yeah. And I think that him carrying that like a physical reminder of that promise is what really drives him to you know to lead and you know in the the next two movies i'm gonna have to pay attention when we get there in years but i'm pretty sure he is still wearing these in the last scene outside the black gate he he is wearing these when he dies yeah is he yes oh wow is he wearing them when he's crowned Yes, um, I saw a post that was talking about this um, on Tumblr, and they had, like, multiple screenshots, and, like, I had never really, like, I I knew that he had them, but I didn't realize that he had them the whole time. For the rest of his reign. He carries carries... like, this reminder that he will not fail, he will not let Gondor down his entire life, which is, like, that's really cool. (laughs) You just made me cry. Um, well, and one of the things I know you guys have, have repeated it a lot and, and Norman, you touched on, but you didn't contrast it exactly like I was expecting. Um, you said Boromir was sort of the symbol to Aragorn that, um, man could be good, but I was thinking that you were going to say that man could be strong, which is the contrast to what, mm. uh, Elrond always says men are weak Yeah, and, and Aragorn taking this on, he's like, I will prove that men can be strong. And and he's using like the memory of Boromir as an example of, you know, even um, though Boromir had had fallen to the ring, he was still he still had a strength in him mm-hmm. um, that was good. And it's, like three giant arrows couldn't couldn't keep down. Like right. yeah. And so and so <laughs> and men aren't men aren't entire entire entirely weak. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the bracers that he's taking up for this symbol mm-hmm. and um any form of armor in any sense is a, a, a symbol of strength mm-hmm. yeah and especially on on someone's arm yeah is this is the strength of men mm-hmm. yeah. 
But I also I love like, this moment. I I guess like in warrior cultures too, like you would you would wear the the bracers of your fallen comrades. Like in um I know this is the wrong show, uh <laughs> but I'm really into the Thor movies and in uh Avengers after after Loki falls, like Thor sees Loki die. In Avengers you can see he has um Loki's helmet on his bracers. um so it's like you know just carrying the memory of your fallen your your brother your fallen comrade i would never have noticed that yeah oh trust me i noticed (laughs) Um, and uh i'm just well while you're mentioning thor i just want to throw out one thing next time you ever watch thor uh watch for how hands are shown there's a Mm -hmm. lot of shots of hands um and hands are really important like there's strong important moments and the camera just focuses on hands Mm -hmm. Mm. that's kind of similar to this because i mean in this minute aragorn says that you know frodo's fate is no longer in our hands and we talked a lot about you know frodo well at least i talked a lot about frodo like grasping the ring yeah the hands yeah and and the hand when he saved sam Mm -hmm. yeah frodo's taking his fate into his own hands and legolas and Gimli and aragorn have to let frodo go Mm -hmm. yeah I, d- I do have a question, just kind of logistically on this. Why did they camp on this side of the lake instead of the side they were going to need to go to anyway? I think why why camp on the side? but yeah, the orcs, orcs were on, on the, the other side. side. Yeah, but but uh, they got attacked the things, by orcs. <laughs> yeah, because they were told by Celeborn uh, that there were orcs on the eastern shore, and then the orcs crossed over to the other side. Well, the the Urukai are already on that side. The orcs they're talking oh, about. Oh, so there were orcs on one side, Urukai on the other. They yeah. didn't know they about didn't know the Urukai. Okay, got it. But Celeborn warns him about the Oh, Celeborn warns, warns him being tracked by the Urukai, but he also says there are orcs on the eastern shore. Okay. okay. And the Urukai are on the western shore. So there's two groups. And originally they were they shot, they were going to shoot a scene with Mordor orcs attacking them yeah. at a on place the uh, on the river. Yeah. So. Okay. That would have been part of this if a flood hadn't wiped out the set they were going to do that on. <laughs> right. Mother Nature was like, this is dumb. Mother Nature's you like, don't you, don't, you don't need this. You don't <laughs> need to add another 20 minutes to this movie, Peter. <laughs> you you have answered a question I've always kind of had. I'm like, wait, if they needed to cross, why not just camp on that side? Yeah. Because in know... the book, the reason that they stop at Amon is because they still haven't decided which way to go. Okay, got it. And they're talking about it when everyone's just like, "Hey, where's Frodo?" Because mm-hmm. uh, Frodo Frodo asks for time alone, and then it's been a while, and they're like, "Where's Frodo?" And Sam's just like, "I don't know. Where's Boromir?" <laughs> and then they're just like, "Maybe they'll come back together." <laughs> um. <laughs> and then Boromir. I, I just and. I'm going to repeat it. I, I mentioned it before, but it just makes me laugh that when in the book, when Aragorn asks Boromir if he's seen Frodo, he's just like, yes and no. I did see him, and then he disappeared. What was that about? <laughs> what new devilry is this? <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is a phrase I can never hear in any voice but Sean Bean's. Oh, yeah. No. Uh. Also, where, putting the bracers on and carrying them the rest of this filming mm-hmm. was Viggo Mortensen's idea. Well, it's a good idea. Yeah, good, it was. good idea. Like this, this good is instincts, Vigo. 
Were they just going to store them away or trash them or something? They probably would have been on the, on the dummy bean floating down the river. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which you can you can see that they're not on that dummy in the shot yeah. if you look closely because you can see the the dots on the sleeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, well, something else about his costume that was his idea is the fact that he's carrying a bow and arrow and quiver, mm-hmm. which was not originally a part well, of his costume him, design. We've seen him use. Yeah, right. We saw him use it in Moria. Yeah. But it was not originally a part of Strider's costume design. Mm. And Vigo's just like, but I'm supposed to hunt to survive in the wild by myself. Just how do throw I, a sword. How do I do that without a bow and arrow, friend? <laughs> yeah. Rangers need a ranged weapon. Rangers got a range. That's right. <laughs> um, Far and wide. My my big note on this minute is like, if you just like take this minute, it's got like a whole little mini hero's journey. Just like in the minute of Aragorn and Gimli and and Legolas, they have like a whole little film just in this minute where Legolas is like, "Okay, let's go." Nope, can't go. And then he's like, "So we failed." <laughs> right. No, love- we have a new mission. <laughs> I I love like I I love Orlando Bloom's confused face. He's so good at making a confused face. <laughs> <laughs> he really he is. He's, he's so really good. Yeah, he, he does it. He does it well. <laughs> He, he does it really well, although it borders on creepy a few minutes ago. Yeah, we talked uh, about that. But he does, He just makes a confused face while he's just like, you mean not to follow them? And he's, he just looks so completely He's like, but lost. that was our job. Yeah, what, <laughs> that why was the did, plan. Why did we leave Rivendell? <laughs> Aragorn, why? <laughs> why did we come with him? Gandalf died. Two of us are dead. What are we gonna do? Goodness, it's all your fault now. He just said he was just like, "Are you are you are you telling me two of us are dead for no reason?" Well, I like that. I mean, it starts with Legolas, and then Gimli like finishes the thought. Yeah. Gimli's like, "Well, then you know, all of this is in vain. Like, all of this is for naught." You also get a really nice shot of uh, Gimli's sleeves in this minute. Gimli's sleeves, (laughs) which you don't get in a lot of other a lot of other moments. Yeah. You see a lot of the detail work on the the sleeves of his on the the. They're not really pauldrons because they're beyond it, but the like the chain or the sleeves that cover the chain on his arms, you get a really good look at them and just how detailed they are because of the lighting, which you don't really get in a lot of the other moments with him. It, I just noticed it when we were watching the minute just now. It's just mm-hmm. like, wow, there's a lot of intricate work on that sleeve. There's a dwarf. Yeah. He's going to have good chain mail. I really yeah. like the the shot um, where it's the three of them, like towards the end of the minute, and you see the back of Legolas and Gimli, and Aragorn is standing um, like beyond them in the middle of them. Yeah, and I really, I really love that shot because to me it it sets up like the rest of like the second movie. It, it's like, the trio, right? And it's it's Legolas and Gimli, and like they and the have music been, right here, yeah. And continuing into tomorrow when we get the the swell, the final swell of the fellowship theme. But I think that this shot especially sets up the fact that like Legolas and Gimli are going to be like BFFs by the end of the second movie. And I really like that they like it's just like a really small, subtle cue, but it's like Aragorn bringing these two together. Yeah. To be like because he puts his hands on their shoulders. Yeah. Not if we hold true to to each other. Yeah. Which is, it's really, like, it's so close to being cheesy. That could, that line could not work in so many ways, but they sell it. 
it's it, it and it, it it works because of what we just saw with Sam and Frodo in the boat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's and, why it works. And we when we were watching it and uh, and we paused it right after uh, he says that's because that's the end of the the minute. It, Andrew's like, what a great way to end a minute. Yeah, it's like it's like the perfect end. It's like not if we hold true to each other. End. It's like yeah, you could end the movie on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean like that. You were saying in this minute we get a whole like mini movie, but like that really is like the whole point of the movie. Like just, you know, being loyal and just sticking, sticking it out with your, your friends, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time for everyone yeah. except for Boromir, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys done on one of your weekend editions? Have you focused on films that Viggo Mortensen is in yet? Not yet. Okay. Cause uh, we, so Kester and I, when we flew to um, Disney world after, um, after we finished our, our, our film, Snow White, mm-hmm. we celebrated and went to Disney world. And when we came back, I watched Hidalgo on the plane. I love mm-hmm. Hidalgo. It's a good, Viggo Mortensen movie. movie. You should I watch it. Like- I, I like it a lot. And he does a great job and it's got everything he likes. He's, he gets to do fighting, a lot of time on horseback. Yep. It's it's like the ideal Vigo Mortensen movie. Just like in the wilderness. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. That movie's also really pretty. It's a, it's a Joel Johnston, same guy that did Rocketeer and Captain America. Oh, nice. I realized, and I was like, I don't think I've seen a movie of his that I didn't like. He's got a good track record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, make sure you do Hidalgo when you're talking Vigo Mortensen on your, on your weekend stuff. Nice. I've been meaning to watch it, so good excuse. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's great. I like. I wish that he would had done like more bigger films. Mm-hmm. And in like part of me wishes that, but part of me's like, I kind of like the amount we got of him. It's a good <laughs> amount, and it's it's like it's a good like thing that he did being Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Like he did a good job. So maybe I don't want too much more. Aww. He could ruin it. <laughs> Like you either die a hero, cake. or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I don't know. Watching but you love cheesecake. I know, but if you eat too much, it ruins your day. It's like, I don't know about that. I can never love cheesecake again. That sounds, that sounds like a challenge. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could eat a whole cheesecake. I don't know. I don't think watching um, uh, Sean Bean in uh, Jupiter Ascending ruined Boromir for me. So It's just a different Sean Bean. All right. <laughs> He, he is one of the highlights of that film. Same no. voice, though. It's always the same voice. That movie you just get Sean Bean. He always sounds the same. Uh, I don't know if I have any other notes for this. Um, I think we covered I... a lot of it. Talking about loyalty <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, okay, wait. This is our chance to talk about Gimli and Legolas. Do we have anything about Gimli and Legolas, Kestra? I didn't write anything down. Like, this is not an action-packed <laughs> minute for them? <laughs> I do like them. Like, I like them yeah. both as characters, and I think their relationship's awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, maybe one of the beginnings of it. Yeah. Where, like, they look at each other, and Legolas is, like, almost taking a cue from Gimli. Like, are you going to follow Aragorn? <laughs> do you think that, it, like, if their minds had changed, or, or I don't know, like, they were, weren't thinking of going with Aragorn, that they would have gone with Frodo? 
No, I don't think like even after Legolas says don't cross the river or sorry, Aragorn says don't cross the river. I don't think they're going to cross the river. Okay. Um, I think Gimli at least like Legolas would have gone alone and then he would have felt awkward because he hasn't got a connection to Frodo and Sam. (laughs) And, And I think Gimli wouldn't have gone at all. Um, without Aragorn because like we talked about earlier this week that the dream team would have been uh, Aragorn and Gimli with Frodo and Sam yeah um, and so Gimli's not going to go there without like uh, Aragorn man I'm getting all these names mixed you can't, up you can't straight. <laughs> it's it's like that it, it's it's hitting me like that meme where you have like the legless Lego Legolas yeah <laughs> Lego Legolas and his Lego lasso yes like but it's Lego Legolas. Yes. Yeah. That, and it keeps stacking. I'm like, ah, no, wait. <laughs> names Versus, are names yeah. get tricky. When when I was really into these films, like the first time around, I was like a teenager and I was really into Legolas. And my sister thought it was really annoying. So she always used to tease me by calling him Legolas. <clears> and then like a few years ago, that meme resurfaced and I sent it to her and she's just like, yes, I'm vindicated. <laughs> Uh, but we get more Legolas Gimli into towers. Legolas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we're running short today, should we, uh, or do you save it for Fridays where we talk about like our history with Lord of the Rings? Um, We generally save it for Friday. It's it's fun okay. if we're a little short. Save it for Friday. Yeah. 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 Friday I, can I also be like just, supersized. <laughs> I, I thought of something to, uh, to talk about tomorrow. Hopefully I remember. Mm. All right. So I think that wraps up this one. Yeah, I think it does. So thanks again for joining us today, guys. Of course. You can find us on Facebook at our listener group, Fellowship of the Mic, and also on Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. where you should leave us a five-star review because it really helps us out. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. Hope everyone has a great Thursday. The shortest episode of the week, I think... And we'll see you all tomorrow. (laughs) Bye. Bye.